Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? I, uh, I'm sorry. Mess that all up. How the fuck I keep fucking this up, bro? My fault, man. This is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. What's going on, man? I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. Yes, yes, yes. Um, messed the intro up again. I still messed it up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start doing this fucking intro, bro. This shit is too hectic on my brain. Um, oh, I got a lot. I got a lot going on right now. I'm super excited about a whole bunch of stuff. So you know what I'm saying. I'm sorry, man. What's going on with you, bro? How how you how everything going? Man, everything going all right, man. I got some stuff cleared, man. Everything is looking, everything is looking good, man. I cannot complain. Um, it, it is one little, one little beef that I got, but we can talk about it after I find out how you doing, man. I know you, you sound, you sound very excited from a lot of stuff we was talking about before we got oh, started. Yes. Oh yes, I'm super excited, man, because you know what I'm saying. Um, you know what I'm saying. I talk about doing something new a lot you know what i mean i'm always trying to keep my mind flowing and keep my mind going i'm always trying to create that's the most important thing to me because you know with that creativity and my you know what I'm saying that imagination and that dreaming it just it, it gives you a sense of youthfulness at times and then on top of that you know what i'm saying i always want my kids to see me being in like an artistic space so they can also understand like you know what i'm saying that's something that they can do too so um but this one this is definitely not for my kids um listen man i've joined the um the internet sex world and i went for my approval on only fans you know what i'm saying i'm about to get this popping i got this great idea you know what i'm saying um i've been talking to a few people here and there i've been creating logos and getting stuff ready i gotta get some t-shirts made up i gotta get some other stuff made up but once it happens I'm gonna make an official announcement on here when it happens. But when it do, oh man, it's gonna be a glorious, <laughs> it's gonna be a glorious, glorious moment. I cannot wait, bro. I cannot wait. That is funny. Well, I could I look, man. <clears throat> I heard the excitement before we started. Yeah. And, and see what I told I told you this before, like a couple of episodes back. Yo, I love the excitement, man, that yeah. you can get out of creators when they got an idea and they got a vision. That's man. what a lot of shit is about, man. Like you can, if you won't have a vision, I'm I'm sorry, man. Like yeah, it, it took me, yeah, exactly. So like you got the vision, you got the idea of what you want to do, you're putting everything in place to get it started, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to see it, man. Happy mm-hmm. to see it. Appreciate but before, that. but before we get into what we watch, it, listen, man. I know you're sick of the one thing, but I I, I gotta say something. So some news came down. Yeah, well, we got to talk about it. On Will Smith, mm-hmm. and okay, so it, so the last time we covered it, this that haven't happened yet. So he had resigned from the academy. Basically, I'll admit was he basically lost his vote. Basically, like yeah. So that's where it was. So then, it, the news come out that he is banned for ten years mm-hmm. for the slap on, yeah, from the Oscars for uh, slapping <laughs> Chris Rock. And my thing is. Hold on, before you go there, before you go there, we also gotta let them know too though that Netflix pulled a lot of his stuff too. 
It was yeah, cool. and Bad Boys, uh, they was gonna start production, and they yeah. they pull. I, mean, I don't know if they pulled back. Maybe they just you know like let's give this some time to blow over type of yeah. thing. I know they future. for right now because they didn't say that they stopped it, but they said they halted production on um, I Am Legend too. Yeah, yeah. So. so I heard that as well, and which I, I don't think any of that really is necessary. Um, I mean, like, look, we both agreed that we, that we thought that it was a bad move. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he was in the wrong. But at the same time, you have a guy who, um, I mean, look, we did this podcast over a year ago, so I can't remember all the details. But right. it was either during or either right after, not quite sure. But you have a guy like Woody Allen who mm-hmm. is out here. In the middle, I can't remember if he was in the middle of a trial or if it was about to happen. One of the two, but the fact is, this dude was alleged of sleeping with his uh, adopted daughter, and then ended up marrying an adopted daughter that was Mia's, that Mia had adopted. Mm-hmm. But the Oscars honor him, and, like this, and he was on trial for. Uh, they were talking about him touching his daughter, his actual blood daughter. Yeah, but yeah. he gets honored, and this mm-hmm. dude slaps a person. Same thing for Harvey Weinstein, and uh, I forgot what's his name, Roman Polanski. That motherfucker uh, jetted off into another country. Yeah, you know and it's just so, like I, I know you don't want to promote violence, and, and yeah, he talked vulgar and all this type of shit. But like, really, like you you gonna ban this dude? But these people got free reign to mm-hmm. so. And, and and it's one of those things where even, I mean, it's with all large institutions, man. Like, even, like, with the NFL, you know, you don't never want to compare situations like I just did, which is dangerous. But I'm just saying that you have a guy like Deshaun Watson who can get the largest deal of any quarterback in, in, in NFL history mm-hmm. with alleged – let me say that all alleged, but he also got off all criminal charges. But you have a guy who didn't do any criminal thing, but just stood up against police brutality. Mm-hmm. But he can't get a shot. And I mean, even though Deshaun Watson is the new quarterback of the team, I like, you know what I'm saying? I get where a lot of people's stances are, um, especially on, on that situation. You know what I'm saying? And they bring up that number a lot too, 22 civil suits. But um, for me, man, I mean, the same thing I'm with you. Like, hell, Ben Roethlisberger had two rape charges against him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, not two rape charges, two rape accusations. Because I don't, they never told us about if he actually went and did anything about it. But just the fact that, you know what I'm saying? And and he gets honored like he's one of the legends. You know what I'm saying? So, well, I mean, he, he had a pretty good career, but still, like, you know what I'm saying? They still never did. They never did anything to him. So, I mean, I, I totally understand that. I think though, um, ten years is super excessive. You know what I'm saying? Like you said earlier, I don't really. I, I never stood with Will Smith on that on, on the actions that he uh, made. I thought it was like I said. I thought it was a bozo move for him to get emotional and do what he did. And like I said, he put Chris Rock in a very awkward uh, position. Um. With 
you know what I'm saying, hosting the Oscars being Chris Rock's job and all, he couldn't really retaliate. And, and I'm not saying that he wanted to, but if he wanted to, he couldn't really retaliate because that had messed up his money. And you know what I'm saying? A dude yeah. like that, you ain't going to mess up that kind of money because they paying Chris Rock. So, yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? Chris Rock did the, the um, to me, I think he did the right move and played it classy and went, you know what I'm saying? And went on with the show. Um, but I figured once he resigned from it, that was enough. You know what I'm saying? Once once the Netflix thing happened, that should have been enough. Ten years for not going to the Oscars, like, come on. First and foremost, to me, that's like a slap on the wrist because he really don't need to go to the Oscars no more. He finally got one. That's all that matters. And I don't yeah. care if they had to rescind it. We all seen it. The nigga got an Oscar. Yeah. So, if anything, I kind of feel sorry for Serena and Venus and Richard and the Williams family. And um and everybody who was involved in that movie because basically this whole situation has overshadowed how great of a movie that was, and you know what I'm saying. And the the work that went into that movie is now always going to constantly be tethered to this stupid ass situation. But we also got to recognize that I saw this the other day that Quest loves Summer so watch. Viewership, I mean, the viewership has went up four hundred percent. Oh yeah, for sure. It's that's so, a, that's. A, um, I remember you and Casey had did the pod on that one. Yeah, so you know I was saying? on it early, but I ain't gonna lie, man. Y'all pod did it some justice. Y'all pod did it a it. lot of justice because hearing y'all talk about it and hearing that passion, you know, what I'm saying that Casey was putting into it and that you was putting into it. When you go back and watch it after listening to that or any pod for that matter that's out there that's talking about this you know what I'm saying documentary like this is an amazing documentary bro oh yeah like this is an amazing documentary so the fact that you know what I'm saying the history behind it you know what I'm saying all the facts I was throwing out about it just being able to see the things that y'all was talking about it made everything that much better but yeah that was man that was an amazing doc bro yeah, man, and I and I appreciate that, but I I just wanted to mention like it's just that, that what some people show you what they will accept, and it's just like because my thing is like would he really because like you said it's a slap on the wrist because like he's not really going to be showing up anyway. Sometimes he don't really show up unless he's going to win. Exactly. But then it, but then it's also like. Yeah, but look at the stuff that y'all deem was okay, and y'all are saying that this slap is worse than this man who has all of these accusations of touching on these kids and shit. I mean, shit. And not only they was giving R. Kelly hella Grammys until you know what I'm saying the recent situation. So I mean, we can't really expect too much. You know what I'm saying? Uh, moral high ground from them. Yeah. So I I just, I just wanted to mention that man. Um, this is a movie podcast, and I, I just felt that the the just some of the things that that did because like even and and I'll say this like and somebody brought this to a great point. They was talking about uh when when they boycotted like four years ago, whatever it was, and they was the whole thing of Oscar so white, mm-hmm. and they was like, I think there was only four winners, four black winners. Yeah, it was only. Three uh, in this Oscars, so it's like it still hasn't really changed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's still a lot of projects that still aren't getting enough shine. But anyway, I mean, all that stuff doesn't matter anyway. Like I mean, like for me, 
like if you want to watch a, a a TV a TV or a movie um, award show, the the NAACP awards are yeah like it's, it's more movies that we watch anyway. For sure, you know what I'm saying. It, sure. You know, so and it's people it's, that we and we more you know what I'm saying um, for us more commonly known. Yeah, the more people that we gravitate towards too anyway. So yeah, I yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to get it off. I, I just it's it's just the weirdest thing ever, man. Because it's like Woody Allen wasn't just getting an Oscar; like they mm-hmm. honored him, mm-hmm. like literally honored him. Yeah, and this dude slaps a person, and he banned for ten years. It's all right, man. All right. It is what it is, man. You ready to get into uh, what we watching? Yes, sir, man. I found something new. Oh, shit. Let's do it. So, man, what you got? Well, I started two things, but I'll say the other one for next week because I'm still, you know what I'm saying? I'm on like two episodes in. So, I finished a mm-hmm. uh, show. It's an AMC show. It's... um. It's six episodes, a show that I came across. I, I kept seeing it being promoted. And I was like, man, you know, let, let me, I'm going to give it a shot. This is AMC show called Ragdoll. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it, it's really got that BBC type of vibe going because, you know, it's, it's filmed over, uh, over in the UK. But okay. basically what it is, it's called Ragdoll because there's a ragdoll killer. And like it started out where this, uh, so this guy, they found this body, right? And it's hanging from the ceiling. But mm-hmm. this is the thing. The right leg is a black person's leg. The other leg is a white person's leg. The right arm is like an Asian person's arm. And the only thing that's original is the torso because it got somebody else's head on it. So they sold mm-hmm. all these different body parts on the one oh, body, shit. right? And so, like, so they're looking for this guy. And the guy ends up sending the police a fucking list with five names on it, right? Mm-hmm. And saying this is their kill list. So now these cops are trying to prevent these people from being killed, but they end up lowering them right where the killer want them to be anyway, and they end up killing them in the police custody. Like, And then the last person on the list is actually a cop, but he got some mental health shit going on, so he's mm-hmm. on the edge with some shit. Like man, it's it's really really a good show if you like those psychological shows, man. With the mm-hmm. with the killer, is really like really fucking them up, cause like it's and it, then it's one of those shows where you have to pay attention because like there was one scene where they they went to the like one of the people that was on the list they went to the guy's house and he's getting his daughter ready for school, and the little girl put a book bag down. And then she goes back and she put a book bag down by the door. Then she goes back in the house. They hear the bus outside. She goes, book bag gone. So then they uh, they take the guy and they have him in the uh, in the police car, you know, to to protect him because he's on the list because he's next on the list. And then they create this diversion. And so then the dude looked down and he sees his daughter bag. He opens up the bag. It's a fucking poisonous snake in that bitch. And killed mm. him while he was in police custody. <laughs> it's like, like this, this, this ragdoll killer, man. This dude, man. I'm telling you, it's it's really, really a good show, man. I, I just recently came up on it. I watched all six episodes of the first season. So uh, check that out, man, on AMC, Ragdoll. 
Man, I'm gonna have to watch that tonight. That sounds pretty good, man. But um, speaking of psychological, man, um, for mine, I was on Apple TV, seen a new show starring Adam McKay, and uh, we just talked about him because we were talking about Winning Time on HBO. Um, and this joint is, is pretty good, man. I'm two episodes in so far, but it's pretty dope. Uh, it's called Severance, and it's about this uh, guy who's basically in this. He works in this like office and then the cubicles like once the clock turns like once the clock goes to where it's time to work you know what i'm saying like it's it's like they get in this zone where they just like just constantly working and like as soon as they clock out they lit they go back to like regular life so it's like it's like they hypnotize or something while they at work but he kind of breaks it and then he has to go to work like without that hypnotized vibe so it's like you know what I'm saying? He he's starting to see things for what they really are in the office. Then he's trying to figure out what's going on. Why is everybody like this? I mean, it's it's real good, man. It's um it's one of those things that you just, you know what I mean? Like it's it puts you in the vein of a shutter island or a um inception or something like that. And to me, I the the best way I can describe it is like the office meets the matrix, if that makes any sense. But it's uh Ooh. It's pretty good though. It, it's not like you know what I'm saying. It's it's nothing too, you know what I'm saying, like intellectual, and it's nothing too psychological. But it's just one of those things that just kind of make you think, like, damn, you know, like when you go to work, you be so tuned in to work, you know what I mean, and you so caught up in just working, and everything becomes so routine. And then when you come home, it's like you're really not doing anything. So it's like it's one of those kind of things that kind of like sheds a little light on some stuff, and you know what I'm saying, in, in everyday life. But it's called Severance, and it's on Apple TV. Okay, okay, man. Look, when I, once I, once once I get you know everything in order that I'm working on, man, and start you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I promise you, I'm gonna I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Apple Plus, man. I'm gonna man, I'm gonna get it, bro. I'm gonna it's, get it. it's so man. When I tell you, Apple TV is so worth it, bro. Like, and the thing that I like, and and this is what I was talking about on the last episode about how. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like each one of these, I, I think I said it last episode. Maybe I said it the one before that. But you know how each one of these streaming services just has their own thing going on. And it's like mm-hmm. Apple TV, man. When I tell you, bro, they bring it. They bring it. It's like all Apple TV content. Like you can get channel. Like you know how Amazon Prime Video, they got the channels you can get. Like you can get channels like how Amazon Prime Video does. But as far as like Apple TV, like you can if you get the channels cool you'll be that's all right but once you get to watching like their original content bro you're not gonna care about the channels on there no more i guarantee you that yeah man they um oh man hulu they got a new show starting i think on the 20th or some shit like that it got mm-hmm. andrew garfield in it He's like this detective, and um, do it also have um, um, Robert Pattinson in it? Because I heard that they was working on something that they supposed to be coming out with something together. I'm I'm not sure. I don't okay. I, I don't think Robert Pattinson is in it, but uh, it looked like it's based like in the early nineties or some shit like that. Look okay. like it's gonna be pretty good, man. I but, mean, Andrew uh, Garfield is good, so yeah, I like I like him, man. I like him. <clears throat> So it's like 
Yeah. Hulu got some. They got some good shit on there too. But I just can't fuck with the Handmaid Tale, man. I can't do it, man. Man, I got crazy. I got to. I got to watch Dope Sick, man. That's that's been on my list forever. And this. Oh uh, yeah, I bet, I bet it, good, yeah. I know it's good, man. I know it's yeah, good. Yeah, I already seen it, man. It, it's yeah. good. It's I know good. it is, it man. Is. So, um, you know what I'm saying? Now that we got what we're watching out the way, it's time to get to the meat and potatoes of this thing, man. Um, This is what everybody's been waiting on, you know what I'm saying? Listening to this episode, Snowfall, Season 5, Episode 8. Um, So, we was almost right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> We I'm glad you said that shit. We was close. So close enough. We, That's yeah, as close as you're going to get. We said we thought it was going to be a dream. However, they was about as close to a dream as possibly could be. <laughs> and that motherfucker, Scully is a son of a bitch, man. When I tell you, that dude is sick. Um, So Snowfall season, uh, season five, episode eight, man. Basically, we are at uh, Louis and Jerome's wedding. Um, and you know what I'm saying? It's during the whole process. We get to, uh, see them, you know what I'm saying? Tie the knot and celebrate. But before that, Louie meets with Teddy and basically she's talking to Teddy about, you know what I'm saying? Dealing directly with Teddy instead of Franklin. So we have that as well. But in the process of them getting married during the celebration, and everything goes, they have this chocolate fountain. And in that chocolate fountain, my man Scully decides to spike it with Lord knows what. I think. I said it was uh, uh, acid with PCP. Yeah, I was was about to say, uh, I thought it was LSD. LSD, no. What's that shit they used to take back in the 80s? PCP. PCP, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So acid and PCP. Now, it makes sense as to. Why they were acting the way they were acting because these mofos was tripping, and the word tripping is literally what it exactly they were doing. They were tripping, tripping on acid. Um, and you probably have Damson, one of Damson is just top three performances in this whole collective in this episode. I agree. I, I really think he showed his ass and showed his skills in this one. Um, so what are your thoughts, man? What are your reactions to this episode? Let's go. Uh, first and foremost, he 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 earned an Emmy right there off of episode eight. I agree. Um, let me get that out of the way. But um, a lot of things happen, and, and, and I think for people who aren't familiar with PCP, like it's it's a, a dream, not a dream, but it is a drug that will make you hallucinate. Mm-hmm. Like that was one of the things Like they actually used to film white people taking the shit. <laughs> like yeah. it was like a thing, like in the uh, late seventies, early eighties. Mm-hmm. And I think for, for this to be the approach that Scully would take, um, because, uh, you know, you always plan on if you get married to have one wedding. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be your memories. And now your memories are everybody at your wedding is high as fuck. Yep. And and I, I, I'm going to get into Franklin a little later in the podcast. I think there's a lot to dissect there. But when it comes to Louie meeting with 
with Teddy and, you know, not having Teddy's new number. So she had to get in touch with also. Um, I think it, it was a, a, a dirty move for Teddy to agree with it. But I think mm-hmm. the reason why he did <clears throat> is because I think that he knows that Franklin is like looking for that out. Because and then remember Teddy asked him to to pull off that deal, yeah. well to get off that deal and he was like no we too far in like I'm going forward with this mm-hmm. so he was like don't do any more he know he can't control Franklin mm-hmm. and I think that with Louis he sees another end to keep this ball rolling yeah but I think that what that's going to do is what kills me about Teddy is he tells Franklin yo you need to get your house in order. But now you see that there's a divide in the house, but you're going to create an even wider divide by mm-hmm. selling to Louis and Franklin. I, I like. I really, I really question that that move that Teddy did. I don't, I don't think that that's a smart move, because with Franklin being as calculated as he is, and like you said, both of them really being like two sides of the same coin, I think that he should be – I think the Teddy's a very smart guy, but I just don't think that this is a smart move to do. Like, what, what do you think? I, I just don't think it was a very smart move. I'm glad you asked. Shout out to D-Lay. Um, okay, so I agree with you that it's not a smart move, and I agree with you that, it, you know what I'm saying, that's, it's a little funny the way that he went about it. But I think that – He's doing it because remember, earlier in the season, Oso told him, can't trust nobody. Also, Teddy also told him, can't trust nobody. This is Teddy's way of showing Franklin, listen, I'm I'm trying to tell you what's going on here. You don't want to listen. You want to do things your way. You want to go about things your way. This is what ends up happening. This is how it works. And I think that he's doing this to show Franklin, hey, I'm trying to tell you I'm right. You need to follow my instructions bit by bit, because if you don't, then everything is going to fall apart. And I don't think that it's going to work. I think that it's going to backfire on Teddy. And I think it's also going to backfire on Louis. Because remember, it was a nice little minute. Uh, it was a nice ah, Damn, I can't talk. It was a nice little moment where Louis and Jerome were talking and Jerome said, Hey, listen, I don't want to go to war with my blood. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, a, it's a little, it's a little different, you know what I'm saying? With the move that he making, I think he touching a little too close to home on this one. I agree with you. And also <clears throat> the way, I, the way that they answered it is, is, is a little, I don't know if, there's so much going on, mm-hmm. and the only way that they can squeeze it in in the writing is to do it this way. Obviously, I guess the Little Rock thing is working because they showed up and they blinging. So yeah. apparently, they must be making money in Little Rock, and that was the only way that they can write it in by just having them come to the wedding and somebody mm-hmm. make a you know a comment about their earrings and. Mm-hmm. How they shine in and all this, I guess that was the only way they could squeeze it in. But so apparently the Little Rock thing must be doing okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it's very successful. Let's just say okay because 
they looked like they wasn't really making a lot of money. And, you know, maybe if you bring it in a little bit more cheese, you know, so you yeah. shine a little bit, that don't mean they balling. Right. You know, maybe they just doing better than what they were. But well, I mean, if you if you really think about it, I mean, technically they kind of are because I mean they got to be like the only motherfuckers in Arkansas with the shit at this point. Nah. Well, I'm saying I'm saying as far as the, the show brothers goes, are from are from are from uh, Arkansas, you're right, but you're right. they but I'm from that, there, but they didn't really start making money okay, to well, yeah. Detroit, so never mind. Okay, so I'm saying like just as far as the show goes, you know, what I'm saying like they got to be, and I'm not saying they they are. I'm just saying like. Amongst the motherfuckers in Arkansas, they have a direct connect to a motherfucker that also has a direct connect to the CIA. So they got to be doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, True. they got to be doing pretty good. Yeah, I, I just, man, the whole the whole thing, the whole I thing. I mean, but they country it. too, bro. So you, ain't, you can't expect yeah. too much from them. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I just thought that, I just thought that, that that was, I guess that was the only way they could really squeeze it in, man. Yeah. Um, but I just I don't I don't know, man. I I just don't like it. I just feel like now I feel what you're saying that this is a message to Franklin. I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, if you're not doing what I say, then I, yeah, I'm gonna do things like this because you know you in his eyes you wilding, but he's just really protecting himself and mm-hmm. giving himself an out just in case this shit don't work. But oh, and Franklin ain't the only one wilding. Teddy is also wilding. Yeah. Did you see who was in the car with him? Talking about later in the show? With yeah. Old Man, yeah. come on, bro. What are we doing man, here? Man, you knew, you knew that was going to happen, man. What are we, we doing all... here, man? What are we doing? Come on, man. We knew that. We knew this was going to happen, man. You dealing with the freak nasty nurse, man? No. The freak nasty man. who can't even stay off the walkie because she, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey she man, she, on the walkie, bro. On the walkie, yo. She done found uh, out that you. She done snooped in your shit. She done did all kind of shit, and you just riding along with nah, man. Something ain't right. Yeah. So, well, I don't know, man. I, I I think she really fucked with him. I don't think yeah. that she's gonna betray him or anything like that. It's just the fact that, like, yo, this girl is a straight up freak, yo. Like, mm-hmm. but that might be just what the doctor ordered for Teddy, man. You know what I'm saying we Maybe haven't seen so. Teddy. We haven't seen Teddy with a woman, man, since uh since he left his ex uh his ex wife. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So hey, let him let him let him do his thing. That is um, true. But you know, as far as far as the wedding and Scully pulling what he pulled, like that that was, dude. That is a dirty move, man. Because now they're not thinking about it right now because like well everybody's high as fuck. But like mm-hmm. later on, you're gonna be like, yo, like our whole wedding. Now, the thing is, and also you gotta consider this. Some of the people might be searching for that high again. You know what I'm saying? That that could fuck some people up that went to that uh to that thing. And then yeah. you gotta think about the guy Franklin, Franklin don't do any drugs and he don't drink. So and he ate shit. He was killing them strawberries. He was bro. killing them things. He was killing, killing them. Things, bro. And so, fuck it, man. Let's get into the shits. Franklin is killing them shits, right? Mm-hmm. And so he starts feeling weird. But before he starts feeling weird, well, I mean, while he was feeling weird, you know, he had the conversation, um, 
you know, with a few people. It was just funny to see him like acting funny, like when um when he was talking to the people from Little Rock. And he was just like, well, y'all shot him. Right? He yeah, was just so funny. Like, he was, no, wait a just, minute. Wait a minute. I okay, so I don't know if it's me, but when we get to this, when we get to the part to where he's actually tripping and he talked to Sissy, I gotta I gotta point something out, but go ahead. I gotta point okay. something out though. And so and and I know Sissy was looking at him like, yo, like 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 she couldn't put a finger on it. She was like, yo, you acted kind of weird, but I can't mm-hmm. really understand because then she started feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So so then like, you know, V, like I mentioned earlier, V uh she ended up leaving early because she wanted to go lay down. Yeah. And, you know, like, oh, I didn't say that. This one we were talking before the podcast. So, because what we was talking about before we started the podcast was mm-hmm. V, so we're going to go ahead and get into the other thing that she did. But right. at the wedding, she left saying that, you know, she was going to go lay down or whatever, whatnot. She told Frank and I love you, gave him a kiss, all this type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. So V leaves and she go meets up with Kane. Yep. So she go meets up with Kane. And she asked, can I sit down? So she goes sit down and she was like, yo, I'm V and Franklin is my ex-boyfriend, but I'm pregnant with his baby. I want to know that I'm okay. And she was like, well, you must have heard the news. We already made a deal. Everything is good. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I have heard that from Franklin. I wanted to hear it from you. So he was like, look, you ain't got to worry about nothing, baby girl. Like everything is all good and all this type shit. So, what are your thoughts on V going to Kane, going directly to Kane to have a sit down with him to make sure that she is safe by staying in the city? Yeah. I'm sorry, you said what? I said, how do you how you feel about her going to go do that? Like on her own time to go to sit down and ask Kane, like, oh, am I yeah, safe in a, the city? My fault. Yeah, that's a um. That's some that's a, that was to me, man, that was a dirtbag move on her on her part. Um and it was super ill advised. I know that, you know what I'm saying, the situation or the not the situation, the conversation that she had with Sissy, um where basically Sissy had told her, you know, you gotta do what's best for you and your child, which I thought that was fucked up for her to say too, because that's also her, you know, saying her grandbaby. But um but her telling her that kind of put that battery in her back to go do some shit. And I think this is one of those things that she felt like she had to do. Um, she was never involved in any of the, you know what I'm saying? Any of that since this uh, whole season started. And now all of a sudden, like she's getting in this shit because of, you know what I'm saying? The situation that occurred. And I think what she really did was she really put on notice that, now Kane has a way to get at Franklin if he really wants to. Exactly, because now it looks like she don't believe anything that Franklin says. No, no. I'm not even talking about but, her. I'm talking about the fact that he knows that Franklin is having a baby now. Yep, because he didn't know that. Exactly. So so my thing is, is like, even though, you know what I'm saying, we know about, we, we heard about her telling Sissy about her upbringing and everything else. It's like, yeah, your mom was a scammer and y'all did all that shit, but apparently you don't know how the streets work because you just gave the ops a lot of information. And we just basically switched roles in this whole situation because at first they had Kane on leverage because 
they was making sure that he was gonna make some money to feed the family. Mm-hmm. And you know, once you do that, you know, you ain't he's and he seems like one of those guys that you know what I'm saying you ain't gonna bite the hand that feeds you. You know what I mean? He he seems like he's just a, a upstanding dude and he's serious about you know what I'm saying what he do. Um, but this I think this kind of turned the tides a little bit because now he knows, okay, so if I really want to get at Franklin for real, and they, and, and they say this is what it is, I could kind of just take this over and just get at his baby moms. True. I I I, I thought it was a. I'm gonna take your words. It's a dirt bad move mm-hmm. because it also everything that you just said because I didn't think about it that way, but it also shows like disloyalty because it's like yeah. if Franklin, if you just sat here and told me that. Franklin already told you that we've like kissed and made up, but you're still coming to me because you right. want to hear from me. <clears throat> so there's something going on between you and Franklin where you don't believe what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So I also feel, feel that that was a very dirt back move on, on her behalf. I don't like the decisions that she'll make that she's making right now. And you're right. Like put, Sissy putting that battery in her back is, is, is like, that's very disrespectful, man. And, but like what her alternative motives on wanting to do anything that she can to to stop Teddy, but in the mix of doing that, like you're really kind of fucking up the relationship with your son mm-hmm. and putting him in danger. Yeah, and putting him in danger. So it's it's like Sissy's just not she's not thinking it through. She's not thinking clearly mm-hmm. like and and i felt that she was the, the level-headed one in the beginning because when once she once she made that decision to yo i'm going to get into this business yeah and telling franklin you need to look into real estate you need to look into this and look into that so you could be able to watch this money that you're making like because she looked at it like i can't make you stop mm-hmm. so what i'm going to do is i'm going to help you because I can't force you to stop type of thing. And it's like now, it's like she's not thinking with that type of intelligence now. And then for old dude, because she sat down with old dude and he asked, do you have any recordings for me? And she's like, no, I told you I'm not going to record my son. Now he just shows up at the goddamn wedding. But this mm-hmm. is my thing, though. Who got the bug because they done went way back to like season three and brought old white dude back and mm-hmm. he was out in the van listening so did he have someone on the inside or was the latino guy was the one that had the bug on him? i think it was the latino dude um since he was there but also you know we still don't even know who this dude really is we just thought it, we thought that he was the dude with the Cuban Revolution. You know what I'm saying? We don't know who he works for. We don't know who he is. We don't know what he does. We don't really know nothing about this dude. We just recently seen that this nigga had a wire on him and he was listening in on everybody and they've been taking pictures of the whole situation. So this could also be some shit to where this motherfucker might end up being like FBI anything. He might be ATF. Like we don't know shit about dude for real. We just know that him and Sissy been talking. They trying to get at Teddy. 
And you know what I'm saying? Ain't no telling what Teddy did when he was gone. We don't know none of this. This motherfucker might be CIA and they might just be trying to take track Teddy down because remember, that motherfucker ain't CIA no more. Yeah, and, and I also think that with Sissy fucking with some people she don't really know who it, who they are, mm-hmm. she can end up getting herself with some charges. Exactly. And now she's she's now brought someone in, and all he wants to do, well, I want I want you to I want you to bug Franklin. I want you to bug Franklin, bug Franklin, and it's mm-hmm. like. Now he has a good excuse by saying, "Yo, he's the only person that meets up with Teddy, so he's the only person that get us to Teddy." But at the same time, it's like, how do you know this dude don't want to bug Franklin for the simple fact that he want to bring Franklin down? Exactly, and, and you, you do the process. Exactly, because you help him with the business. Yep, you helping him launder money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I, she, yeah, I'm with you. I, I. I would never wish this on Sissy, but now with with the old white dude coming back into the picture, and he's mm-hmm. out in the van listening, and it's like, yo, Sissy, what in the fuck did you get yourself into? Yeah, I really did not see that coming. Well, this is the interesting thing, right? Um, so you showed, mm, you tagged me in a um, post that said that next week, I'm thinking next week, next season, is going to be their last and final season. So this just may be the beginning of a downfall. And all next season, we're just going to start seeing the downfall of the Saint Dynasty. Yeah, because at the end of the day, there aren't a lot of successful, like, big-time drug dealers that that make it to the point of – where there's no time mm-hmm. given, because mm-hmm. even when you look at the 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 stories of the people who ended up getting out, they still had to serve time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like even a guy like Frank Lucas, like even though he was facing like fucking like 75 years or some shit, he ended up doing like 20 or some shit like that. But he still, but even when he got out, he had nothing. You right. know what I'm saying? So and. The thing about them saying that this is the final season coming up this next season, like, I I believe that this is going to be literally the best season because yeah. they don't have to hold anything back now. Yep. And they have to close every door. Because, see, sometimes when, when you don't get renewed, a lot of the time you already – put down what you put down mm-hmm. and so they leave a lot of shit open because they don't anticipate on this being the last season mm-hmm. and you just get canceled so then you left with not having any answers but with us knowing that this is going to be the final season but I think it's smart because I think that this is something that you can't drag out right and so like even though I'm going to hate to see the show end but I'm going to love to see it end this way for the simple fact of we know, like, this is it. You know, they did the same thing with Ozark. Like, these next six episodes that's going to come out, these motherfuckers are going to be crazy mm-hmm. because they know that this was the last season going into it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I think you're right, man. I think we're going to see the downfall. A lot of these stories 
when it comes to these big drug dealers, especially back in the 80s and shit, where we we seeing we a high price lifestyle, we seeing the nice cars, nice houses, jewelry, all of this shit, Versace, fucking, that's all damn Jerome wears now. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're going to see, we're going to see that downfall. But I think that this is the beginning of it. I think it was very interesting that they brought the that that white guy back, and they also showed that that one agent that ended up getting killed, the yeah. girl agent that um, went up missing. Yeah. And um, so I thought that was smart. But I did see there are a lot of people that agree though, because I did see someone posted something saying that that Tyler Perry must have did this episode. Like some people didn't like. <laughs> This episode, which, a lot of people, yeah, you're right. A lot of people wouldn't mess with this episode, but I fuck with it though, man. Because Franklin, to to put on the one man show that he ended up putting on in the middle of this, was phenomenal work, and I think that what they was able to do with him playing these thoughts out that been in his mind but i think that what franklin was trying to do is i think that he tried to outsmart himself and be like even though these thoughts was lingering in the back of his mind i think he always felt that he could overcome it but being on pcp and those those thoughts that he blocked was being played out on you're responsible for the death of your father Mm-hmm. You are responsible for killing Rob. You are responsible for all these people dying or going to jail. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and then they're just talking about like all of the shit that fell around him. I thought that that was a genius thing to do. And then in the mix of that, while he's high as fuck, and I don't even think he realized he did this, my man. Paged and called Teddy and told to, and yeah. I thought that this was another hallucination. I did too, it, it, but because then, the way but, that they framed it was beautiful. Yeah, because they, <clears throat> they 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 framed it in a way of every person that he was talking to wasn't there. It was all mm-hmm. in his head. Mm-hmm. But for them to show Teddy there, right. And then he went to another room and called, and then you see Teddy get back in the call with old girl and said, Franklin just called me and said he's gonna kill me. And it's like mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit, like this is real. <laughs> like mm-hmm. this this wasn't another hallucination. And I think he has no idea he called Teddy. He definitely has and no told idea him he that he's gonna kill him. Now I'm, I'm gonna tell you this before we get in it, before I get into that, I'm sorry. Um when he was talking to Sissy in his in that hallucination, when he had the hallucination with her. And um, she was trying to get them together. No, I don't think that was a loose. That's when she had went into the bathroom and she found him after he thought he got shot by Rob. Yeah. And she was saying something. And I think he slipped character and went into his real, like, (laughs) his real vernacular. Because he said, catch your tongue. (laughs) He was talking to her. I don't know (laughs) if anybody else caught that. But I definitely got that. I thought that was weird for him to say. I'm like, that's not the saying, bro. It's hold your tongue. But I don't know. Maybe, you know what I'm saying, he just, he didn't get it. But I just thought that was weird. But, um, but so the hallucinations to me were, of course, you know what I'm saying, all his anxiety and everything built, uh, built up and finally releasing. He had the chance to actually release it. 
And I think that with all of those things, you know, he had, like you said, he was stressed out and worried about him, but we never really get to see him like that. We usually get to see him like right on the brink of it. And then he'll come back down and go back right into that cool calm mode. This was, you know what I'm saying? Him breaking out. This was him, you know what I'm saying? Finally getting the stuff off his chest that he probably wanted to get off his chest for a long time. Um, the hallucination that he had about himself, though, to me, that was brilliant because that's one of those things that we hear a lot about, especially when people take like acid, LSD, when people take PCP, stuff like that, any kind of hallucinogen. You know, that's something that they get into is it's like basically you had a battle with yourself. And I think this is a very and not to be weird about it, but this is a very spiritual moment, especially with the way how Scully is, you know, he's been you know, going through his ups and downs and then to come out where he's come out, he's super unstable. And this is where we finally get to see Franklin unstable. We don't usually get to see him like that. We've seen him like that one or two times. We don't usually get to see him like that. But this was like, this was on a whole nother level, right? This is where, you know what I'm saying, he's basically playing the, the devil on the shoulder, angel on the shoulder, and I don't know if the angel caught the bus later or what, but the angel never got there. And finally, you know what I'm saying, he had to really face himself. And I think that's what that was, him just facing himself and, the, you know what I'm saying, the shit that he was doing. This is true. And also in the mix of all of this, Leon has the idea of, after talking to Javi, and Javi, I think Javi is, has become like, that that reliable uncle to like yeah you know yeah. to to Leon and, and and um and Franklin and he had that conversation with him about about traveling and like like yo like maybe you need to go to Vietnam or mm-hmm. you know or something like that at least just get out of this area and he was like what about Africa he was like yeah travel to Africa he was just like to experience different things and you will see that mm-hmm. there's a different way of life in different places and shit like that and so now Leon is convinced that yo I'm gonna go to Africa so he he runs into Wanda and Wanda's the only person that's not high because she's allergic to chocolate mm-hmm. so she see what is going on with everybody, which I'm glad that she didn't get high because, you know, I don't I mean, want her to have to fall off the wagon again. That's true, but that's like the most ironic thing in the world is that the ex-crackhead in the party is the only one not high. Hilarious. Yeah, that is hilarious. And then the the way that Franklin reacted to her and gave her that hug and all that type shit, I thought that was a good moment. I, I yeah. think that that's something yeah. that, that Wanda needs to hear. I think that she needs that type of encouragement to stay on the right path. So mm-hmm. I thought that even though he was high, I felt that that was a good moment for Wanda. Yeah. And but it was a sad moment for Wanda when Leon is like, "Yo, I'm going to Africa." And it was I thought it was funny. She was like, "Man, you ain't even got a passport." But mm-hmm. um, but he, <laughs> she was just like, "For you to ask me that right now while you're high, like, I think that." that hurt her because she was like, yo, I've been trying to, you know, not, not aggressively, but you mm-hmm. know, she's been kind of not actively trying to get back with Leon. But I think she's kind of been throwing like little hints yeah. and he wasn't really trying to give her the time of day. But like now all of a sudden, while you're high, you're going to ask her to go to Africa with you. 
And I think that she feels that it's not real right now. Like, if you would ask me this when you're not high, I would be happy. But I think she couldn't even be excited about it because she's like, yo, like, you're saying this, but we don't know if this is what you really think. Yeah. And I thought that that was... Now, go ahead. No, I'm saying, and you know what I'm saying, not only that, um, just the fact of really when you go back and watch those episodes where they're interacting, he's not necessarily blowing her off. You know what I'm saying? Like he, he still has that, like if anything, this was just a culmination of his feelings towards her. He's always still felt the way he's felt about her. You know what I'm saying? Like when she came back and she lost the, the, the uh, phone operator job and you know what I'm saying? He was telling her like, Yo, you know what I'm saying? If it was a different circumstance, I would have you around, but I can't risk you falling, you know what I'm saying, back off and, you know what I'm saying, doing something stupid because, you know what I'm saying, you could tell, like, he didn't want to, he hated to see her that way. You know what I'm saying? So for the fact that he's finally seeing her come back around and she's doing everything she's supposed to be doing, you know what I'm saying, she's looking healthier and looking better, he's looking at her like, yo, you know what I'm saying, maybe this is time. Maybe I should go to Africa and take her and, you know what I'm saying, let's explore some things and do things. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that I understand how she feels, but I think that that was like really a pure intention. It just came out when he wasn't ready for it to come out. True. And so uh, Sissy had ended up, you know, running up on dude. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, but Sissy was, you know, she was high as well. And dude tried to play it off like, y'all don't know what's going on. And I thought it was funny seeing also rolling around in the grass. That, that was shit hilarious. was hilarious. And, uh, and his girl, <laughs> Ivy, was dancing. That was yeah, funny. that was fucking funny. But uh, I bring up Sissy because Sissy, you know, was going off on dude. And Leon is like, yo, you know, why don't you just go to my car and just lay down to kind of sleep it off. Mm-hmm. So when Franklin finally calm, you know, calms down a little bit, you know, not as high as he was. And he's talking to Leon. And I think that battle with himself actually got him to see and so he's telling leon like yo i see why you got out the game yeah and he was just like man i just want to let you know you know i'm with you i love you all this type of shit like that and telling him that you are a great dude and you know and all this type shit right and so i thought that that was a good moment that he shared with him because i think what franklin realized with that battle within himself that he has been selfish in all of the mm-hmm. shit that he's been doing. And I think that he realized that maybe I haven't been as good to Leon as I should have. And so within trying to fix that stuff with Leon, he's like, yo, I have to fix some shit with Louie. Right. So he goes up to Louie and Jerome at dancing, like, yo, can I cut in? And so he have the conversation with Louie about how things been going, how he's apologized, said, you know, I've always loved you ever since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. all this type of shit. I should have treated you more like a partner. And he was like, there's still time for that. And she was like, nah, it's too late for that. And so then she basically, you know, saying that she's doing what's best for her and her family, gave him a kiss and then walked off. Your thoughts, man. <sighs> And I, I, I honestly don't know what to think about that one because that one needed a little bit more for me. You know what I mean? Um, 
because it was it, it was so much going on at the beginning for that to happen toward the end of it. It just seemed like it it wasn't a short thing. You know what I'm saying? It didn't seem like too much of a short thing. And then like with everything that was going on with them being high and everything else like that, because everybody was high. So like, was that real feelings or was that still like one of those coming down off the high things? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think everybody was starting to come down at that point except Wanda. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. So like I for me it's just I'm I'm not really sure. I feel you, I feel you, but I, I do think that what he was saying was I mean, I I hear what you're saying. I I personally think it was real for the simple fact of with her making the moves behind his back that she did, mm-hmm. and with him going to Leona saying what he said, going to her and saying what he said, I think that Louie has reached her breaking point of like, yo, we have to pull away from Franklin because I think that she 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 wants to be a boss and she wants to be appreciated as a boss. And I think Franklin realized like I have been a dictator in this thing. Mm-hmm. And I haven't taken everybody ideas i haven't really listened to everybody because i feel like basically my way or the highway type of thing right and he hasn't been running it as you know a business with a you know with a with a with a ceo and a and a a, a district manager and all this type of shit it's just kind of like i'm the ceo and all y'all motherfuckers are my are, are, my employees right and i think that with them battling with the sep i think he realized that and then once he came down he was like yo i have to make up with these people so i think that i think that it was i think it was a real moment after coming down um after the high i i personally think that it was a real moment it's just going to be interesting to see how franklin's going to react but what's going to be what's going to be difficult is the fact that with I know you have I know that you haven't been watching them but old cop dude goes after Kane yeah yeah, this one I seen I seen it this time and he he missed so I think that now I don't know how mad he could sit here and be at Louie because I think that Kane is going to retaliate. So I think there's going to be a lot happening for him to be mad at Teddy and still going to have to watch his back because I think that Kane is going to assume that this was Franklin because he might look at it like, oh, so V comes over here to get verification to make sure nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. But like the next day I get shot at or the same day I get shot at, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I, I think that he's going to assume that it's coming from them, but, and another thing, which I thought was, was kind of a weird moment. Cause it was kind of hard. I was only able to watch the episode once. So I couldn't hear everything because, Louis and Jerome had a moment where they were just talking, but they was talking at the same time. (laughs) 
So it was kind of hard hearing everything. So I was only able to take like bits and pieces. But, you know, I did hear that she said that, you know, like, yo, I was I was in the streets and mm -hmm. I had nothing. And she was like, basically, she basically was talking like she was either a hoe or a prostitute or whatever. And mm -hmm. Jerome took her in and didn't judge her right. and, and protected her. And I think that that shows that the, but number one, it showed the maturity in a guy. Um, mm -hmm. You don't see a lot of guys doing that. And then also she mentioned how Jerome knew that she messed with girls. And so, like, it felt like Jerome is one of those dudes who, uh, how do I put this? Like, one of those dudes who could probably get taken advantage of, which I not even probably he did, like, because there, there was a time where she was messing around with a girl and just running around on Jerome. And right. Jerome never left Louie or anything like that. So I think for her to have that moment with Jerome at the wedding where they both was talking at the same time, I think that we learned a lot in that moment of like, even though we knew that Jerome put up with a lot with Louis, mm -hmm. but now no, because I, I never knew what Louis' like background was. You know what I'm saying? Like, but for her to say that, yo, like I was basically I was in like I was in the streets and like you pulled me in and you didn't judge me. I think that's a lot, man. And and, and I think that her coming from where she coming from and trying to be the person that she wants to be. I don't know, man. I just feel like she's trying to bite off too much she can chew. I agree. I definitely agree. Um Definitely more than she could chew, but also I think that she feels like she can hold it down only because she got Jerome by her side. And she know that Jerome is going to ride with her, you know what I'm saying, regardless. So, I mean, it may be too heavy of a burden to carry, but I don't know, man. I, I, I think that, you know what I'm saying, with, with him out there and then even, you know what I'm saying, like even though they at odds, Franklin ain't really gonna be for his uncle like that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he he might, but he really ain't trying to be for his uncle like that. Like, I think that they got a different relationship, and their relationship is like, even with him and Louis going at it, he stills, you know what I'm saying? Him and his uncle still be, you know what I'm saying, on that same level. And then you see, you know what I'm saying? A lot of times you see his uncle really being his uncle, like when he, when he you know what I'm saying, in a situation or when they saying something, you know, his uncle just say whatever the fuck you want and they don't be nothing behind that. You know what I'm saying? Franklin yeah. don't really ever back talk his uncle or he don't ever really like push his uncle around and nothing like that. He always listening to Jerome. So with that situation, I don't know, man. I, I feel like as long as she got Jerome there, it should be all right. I feel you. I feel you. But I mean, with... I, I did hear a lot of people not really uh fucking with this episode. I mean, I, I personally liked it, and I think the reason why I probably liked it is because of what you said earlier. I think that Franklin put on like a one man show in the mix mm -hmm. of it. Like it was so funny when he uh when he heard a knock at the door, 
and this dude pointed his hand at the door uh, saying, I got a gun. Oh, and then he tucked it. Oh, yo, I thought you I was going to die. Can, listen, you can tell how great of an actor he was in this because, like, to me, that's something that somebody that's high would do. Like, if you ever yep. been high, like, you done done some stupid shit like that before. So, I mean, like, for him to, to pull that one, that was great. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the um, you know what I'm saying? The going off with the alter ego going off with him doing the fake gun with him faking getting shot, like all that shit. Like he put on the acting clinic in this one, man. And I really appreciated that. He did, man. Definitely did, man. Oh, and another thing, I think that because that officer missed Kane that he was supposed to hit, you know what I'm saying? And and get him up out of there. I think that that's going to be a way for them to possibly get that cop out of there. Could be. Could I, be. I think so. It, it could be. But or, I, or they could kill two birds with one stone and get him and Kane out of there. Just saying. That That's a way. That is a way. And now with Louis, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I Louis and dude got a pass, man. I don't think so. I think dude just won't. You know what I'm saying? The piece of Louis and Louis is using that to her, her advantage because you know what I'm saying, that's what she does. She she did it with pretty much everybody. It, and she did it with Jerome too, but this time she just so happened to fall in love with Jerome. Speaking facts, man. Yeah, man. So we'll see, man. Next episode coming next week. I think that's the last episode of the season, right? No, uh, Next next week is the the before the season finale because I think it's ten. Okay, so they got yeah because they said yeah because they said one episode left until the season finale when they oh, okay. showed the thing. Okay, yeah. cool. So let's get into the coming soon, man. Yes, sir. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right, so this next one is um we're going back to the land of horror. Um, we're doing urban legend now. This is going to be fun because you know what I'm saying. You was talking about this a, a while back about bringing up some urban legends around. You know what I'm saying where we grew up and stuff like that. And I want to wait for the pod, but I'm not going to wait for the pod because I'm going to bring it back up on the pod. But I'm I'm, I'm going to tell the story about the butt naked man. okay well i i don't want to elaborate too much but okay so like you know in every hood you know what i'm saying like every neighborhood it's always a story about how like it's a killer especially like in the 90s it was like a killer or something going around or like you couldn't do such and such at night because the gangs or something like that so in our neighborhood, when I was a kid, because I used to live in the same neighborhood as my cousins. So in my neighborhood, as when I was a kid, um, it was this story that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know who told us this story, and I don't know how we ended up hearing this story. But <laughs> it was this rumor going around, which now has, to me, become the urban legend because I bring this up all the time with people who 
you know what I'm saying, like grew up around that time and they all got the same story. But basically it was this dude that used to run around ass naked in the trench coat and kill little kids. Yeah, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> now, there's no evidence to back this up. There's no stories or any of that. That's why I said this is an urban legend. Because there's no stories or any of that. But everybody in the hood know where I'm from. A lot of niggas in the hood know about the butt naked man. And this, they heck? said this nigga would run around in the trench coat. Like, cause you cook. Okay, so when you do you remember when you was a kid? Like, you everybody used to stay out like at, when it was dark. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? We would do shit like nigga knocking. We would do shit like you know what I'm saying? Playing hide and go get like all the shit we wasn't supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> basically, this story. I don't know how this story came up. Once again, I still I still don't remember where this came from. I don't have the origin of this story. But there was this dude who used to run around in the trench coat, butt naked, and kill kids. Cause they was outside late, and supposedly something was wrong with him. But he used to kill kids, and people used to start calling this nigga the butt naked man. And he would flash people too. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna bring I'm gonna I'm gonna further elaborate on this story. Oh my god! You know what I'm saying when uh next episode, cause I'm gonna I'm gonna ask around and and figure out where I'm gonna try to ask around and figure out where the fuck this story come from. But I'm not the only one that remembers this story. Like nigga, we used to talk about it. Like niggas used to not go too far away from your house. Like used to when it got dark, used to go to your house and be in front, like in the front yard or be in the street in front of your house. You never venture any further because you were scared that the butt naked man was gonna get you. Yo, I cannot wait to hear this shit. Y'all was wild in the dating, but <laughs> y'all was wild. Hey, man, listen, listen, man, it's it's it was all kind of shit going on in, in the hoods and dating, bro. But that was one I vividly remember, like just hearing that shit. Like, wait a minute, it's a nigga butt naked in the trench coat killing niggas. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? Like, oh, put some pants on if you gonna kill me, bro. <laughs> I think I was more so scared that it was a nigga running around in a trench coat naked than I was getting, I mean, scared of, like, getting killed. Because, like, getting killed, anything, you could get killed by anything, right? Like, you walk across the street, get hit by a car, get killed. But, nigga, you don't want to die by a nigga in a... That's not the way you want to go out. You don't want to be like, man, how that nigga die, man? But naked man got him. You don't want to yeah, I I go I go a little bit more into the story next week, man. Oh shit, that's gonna be fit. So um, oh man, y'all stay tuned, man. Y'all get ready. That one's coming. Um, make sure you know what I'm saying. Y'all catch up with Snowfall. Come back, listen to this episode, or listen to the episode first, then go watch Snowfall. Tell us what you thought about the episode. We would really like to hear about that. What are some of your theories? What are some of you guys' opinions? Um, and to do that, you can go to Instagram and Twitter. Hit us up at Viewer9Pod. You can also go to um, Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. Also, check me out, man. Go to uh, Twitter at Schools Bronson. And if you want to follow me everywhere else, my link tree is in this uh, Twitter bio. So you can click that and you can find everything. Um, yeah, including my OnlyFans. Yes, sir. Uh, y'all can find me at uh, Foster 8 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, at 28 Minutes or Less Pod 
on IG. 28 minutes or less on all major platforms. Last episode, episode 80, uh, what Carter lost. You know, I spoke about the uh, the Carter Cowboys out of Dallas, Texas, and the downfall that, went, uh, that occurred down there. So go check out that episode on all major platforms, man. For sure, man. And it's greatly appreciated with all the support that you guys give us. We love it. You know what I'm saying? We look forward to um, – Hearing from you guys anytime you guys drop any kind of feedback on this. But until next time, man, like they say in Hollywood, that's a wrap. Good. <laughs>